0: to another episode of Let's Chat. I have a relationship one um, to discuss or uh, relationship advice to discuss. So it's going to take a little while because I actually have to read it. So this is from Reddit and it's insane. (laughs) It's so yeah we'll get into it and I just want to like do a full discussion like I used to because I think that this bears discussion because when I read it I felt a way but then um after like really thinking about um everything I was like okay this is this is something else so This was under the relationship advice. Um, So, let me just pull it up. Okay, so the title says, My fiancé has changed his preferences to directly fit into a female co-workers of him. Am I paranoid? And I'm reading this directly as how they wrote it. So don't don't come for me it says please if i'm being paranoid be blunt about it i do have a history of paranoia simply due to the shit i've been through and sometimes i can tell if i'm acting out of line i can't tell if i'm acting out of line i'm 30 female been with matt 30 or 29 male for six years this all started like six months ago Gets a new job after being unemployed for a while due to mental health And starts working with a 23-year-old named Chrissy. He talks about her just like he talks about all of his other employees. No suspicious behavior in the beginning. But then shit just changes quick. Like he is not a dog person at all. And has expressed multiple times that he never wanted one. But all of a sudden, out of the blue, he, quote, needed a dog. And was constantly looking up. Photos of dogs or watching TikToks of dogs. And lo and behold, we now have a dog. The connection there is that Chrissy brings her three dogs to work every day and only posts on social media about how much of a dog mom she is and how she can't trust anyone who doesn't like dogs or can't be with anyone who doesn't like slash have dog goes dog quote. Second thing, Matt doesn't drink often and when he does, he's strictly a whiskey drinker. He hates anything pumpkin flavored and hates beer. He, ha- he all of a sudden started bringing home pumpkin head beer every single weekend. This was shortly following Chrissy pointing on or posting on Facebook about being upset because she ran out of pumpkin head and had to drink a different beer or whatever. I only know her post because she added me to Facebook some months back. A lot to unpack there. He has started working late. His buddy George is always there, which I know for a fact, but so is Chrissy. He has also talked to his other buddy about Chrissy on more than one occasion in my presence. And it's all become rather infuriating on my end because I'm tired of constantly hearing her name and I'm tired of constantly piercing or piecing shit together that directly connects his behavior to her way of living. So I questioned him about it. I asked why he was always talking about her, why he got a dog after meeting her and finding out that she loves dogs to the highest degree and why he all of a sudden started drinking her favorite beer in flavor uh, when he absolutely hated it up uh, into a month ago. He always says, I'm making something out of nothing. And he has no attraction to Chrissy. And I'm being paranoid, but hasn't elaborated further. My friends think I'm being ridiculous because, quote, he is allowed to have female friends, which isn't what I'm arguing. I'm arguing that... <laughs> The fact that he has twisted his life to go with her preferences since meeting her. Which seems more than your normal friendly behavior. And it ends there. So there's a lot. There's so much to unpack here. Um, I think what I find particularly catching is that. We only know her perspective. And since we only know her perspective, you know, we can't really say how valid her feelings are because we don't know. We're not hearing his side. We're just seeing that she's been with this man for some time, over half a decade. And she is worried that he is cheating on her and deceiving her because, or be, she's being paranoid about some kind of deception because of his actions. But then she lists things that could easily be attributed to a completely non-related friendship. Um, it doesn't necessarily scream affair. Especially if certain behaviors uh, towards her, like he's actually having the conversation toward with her. He's not like avoiding conversation or even discussion about this woman. He talks about her in front of his fiance, which I think would be a bold move if he really was cheating on her. So there's, there's a lot to unpack there. But let's get into it. The reason I I really wanted to pick this one is because I felt like it speaks to an important theme that I'm learning in my adulthood. And that is stop minimizing your needs to fit into someone else's um, convenience, if that makes sense, to be convenient to other people. So, for example, love turtles you want to live in a turtle sanctuary and you meet someone who's like hey you know I love you I want to be with you but I don't want to live in a turtle sanctuary but for you this is like a deal breaker this is something that's like totally I know this is so bizarre but you know I think we have to be realistic when it comes to our expectations and what shrinking our needs actually does for the other person. So, if you just let's say this is the most important thing, you have this one thing and it's your make it or break it deal breaker, right? And if they don't have that, then you don't want to be in the relationship. Let's say that. So, you spend years looking for somebody who says, I, you know, you that says they want to live here and they want to live there. Let's say you never mention your need. That you have to live in a turtle sanctuary. It has to be somewhere where there is... You're surrounded by sea turtles and it has to be a certain amount of land. But you never make this preference known to this person. I think it is so unfair. It is so unfair. And the reason why it's unfair is because you never communicated your need you expected your partner to read your mind and girl I know sir I know (laughs) trust me I get it like you want your person to read your mind especially with all of this motivational relational mumbo jumbo but like I mentioned last week on the podcast if they wanted to they will Sometimes there's other complexities going on in people's lives, whatever the case may be. They may be working on their master's or on getting, you know, pursuing a a different career path or had a a crazy life event happen, like losing a parent or someone very close to them. And you're thinking like they should be able to read my mind. Like I'm going through something they should just know automatically, like, no, they should know. And I think that is so for one, it's, it's actually making you miserable. It makes you miserable when you try to study and figure out, okay, if this person is not doing right by me, for one, I, I'm, I stand on, on both ends. Like I do think that there is paranoia going on, but I also think there's a little bit of him crossing some boundaries that she has not fully communicated because at no point does she say that she ever spoke with him even especially about the dog like if you're gonna get a dog we're gonna have a conversation if we're gonna bring them into our relationship being together six years girl stand up like six years that's enough of a time frame or a time space to have a discussion and say hey why are we all of a sudden getting a dog like what is this newfound love of dogs does this have anything to do with Chrissy you know that's one of those things that I feel like you should be able to bring up to your your partner without them being angry or dismissive um and so I think the part a part that sticks out to me is that she never says if he's dismissive or angry uh she does say that he tells her she's being paranoid and I don't like that <laughs> and I am going to tell you why because even though she's probably being a terrible communicator she's probably you know uh not communicating at all trying to manipulate him into trying to read her mind and all of these things that all could very well be true the thing I don't like about this excuse me guys is that she tells us at the beginning that she's paranoid then later on she says he tells her she's being paranoid and I can't I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm a relationship expert but I'm gonna tell you this as a partner you need reassurance you need reassurance and some of us us <laughs> some of us need a ton of reassurance because of past hurts and if he is dismissing or if she the person you're with is dismissing your feelings no matter how irrational they are they're just dismissing them as you being paranoid knowing and i'm, I'm pretty sure being with somebody for six years they know the trauma Even if you haven't shared everything with them, it sounds like she's shared something with him concerning her past. And he's now like using her very taking her very valid concerns and telling her, hey, you're being paranoid instead of him just saying, you know what? I got the freaking dogs because, you know, the more I met Chrissy's dogs that she brings into the office, the more I like them. If that's the case, if it's totally innocent, tell her the reason why. Tell her the reason why you're changing all of a sudden. Tell her, you know, what it is that you like about this Chrissy girl. And also reassure her about what you like about her. I think it's absolutely nothing wrong with asking for what you want in a relationship. And if that relationship does not serve your needs, you as an equal partner in that relationship, especially when there's no commitment of marriage like being together for six years is all good and well but that's why people get that quote piece of paper it's not just a piece of paper they get married because they feel like they want to be with that person they want to split assets share a life and all of these things being with somebody married to someone close to six years would be a total different social economic um outcome it would be totally different on a you know on a legal standpoint it would like it would have you know bound those two where if she would have left him it would have been kind of like a legal process it would not have just been an easy overnight thing but baby girl if you are feeling like this man is cheating on you you're probably right she went you know she's going through the okey-doke she's going through the both of them like doing things that she can see and like she's seeing a change in him and it's reflecting like he's leaning towards this other woman and he's developing some kind of like at least attraction to this woman from what she shared because we don't know the situation she really could be paranoid I do not take that from her. She really could be paranoid. But I think there's another part of us that we want to believe good in all people. And at the very least, this man is, is wrong for how he perceived her, how he um, just told her she's paranoid instead of reassuring her. Like you want reassurance from your partner. You want to be told, even if you effing know, even if you got like a million guys and guys, please don't deceive yourself. There is always somebody in the DMs of whoever you're with. Unless they're a complete butthole of a person, they're going to have DMs, okay? They're going to have options that are like ready to go. In this day and age, there's always somebody That once you drop that person, somebody's ready to pick up your trash. Even before. Like, there are... The side chick community... And by side chick, I do mean men too. The side piece community has been atrocious in these last days. It just seems like people are proud to be screwing with somebody in a relationship. So, if you're getting these feelings. If you're getting... Having these emotions, for one, it's important to communicate it. And that's your part. Your part is communicating how you feel and being open, completely honest and blunt with your partner and telling them, hey, what you're doing is making me feel uncomfortable. Your activity with this girl is making me feel uncomfortable. And now you as a partner have to decide how you want to move forward. Do you want to continue to cross the boundary that I have clearly established Please do not do X, Y, and Z, whatever it is that you want them behavior to stop. Once you realize that they are doing that behavior, um, even after you've expressed your needs, then it is your, the ball is then again in your court to get up and leave. Like you do not have to tolerate, there's billions of people on the face of the planet and you do not have to tolerate a single iota worth of crap from anybody if you feel like they're cheating address it if you don't like their answers you don't like their response nip it in the bud period and we we think there's a principle in economics and i can't tell you the name of the principle right off hand but it's like there's this principle that if you spent a long time on something no matter how unfruitful it is that you keep going with it because there's like this thought process like you know the time that you spend is so valuable that you hold on to this thing hoping that maybe one day it'll change and that's in products with products and and things that you're selling imagine how it is with us in relationships where We feel like we spent years building something and building a trust and things like that for it to be destroyed over, you know, overnight. And I don't also think that relationships don't fall apart overnight. I feel like they fall and chip away over time. Now, of course, there's some, some very few instances where like a spouse is found cheating and that spouse... The opposite spouse ends up leaving immediately upon finding out. A lot of times when people divorce due to, and I've seen this just in my personal life and other incidents, it's from repeated offense. I've explained that this is my boundary, which I shouldn't have to tell you to keep your legs in, in your be- your own bed. But if I do have to tell you that, and you are one of those people who need a hint, who need a clue. And I have to tell you, hey, this is a boundary for me. When you go over this person's house at night, unattended, you know, there's no friends there. It's just you and that person and you're hanging out. And that makes me feel uncomfortable. After I've communicated that and giving you space and time to adjust and you don't then it's at that point that it's time for me to decide. And I mean this for business. I mean this for relationships, friendships. I I really have zero, 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 zero patience for I've explained my boundary. I've clearly outlined it. I've made, you know, giving you options. Okay, like, hey, you can deal with it or we can be over If it's that type of situation. Now, some things don't warrant that type of thing, like them leaving the toilet seat up or whatever, but there are some things that are so big that you just can't get over like that. It is, it destroys the trust in the relationship. So that's one part of it. But the other part is be clear on what you will and won't take and tolerate in relationships and friendships and business. Be clear on that. So that when something like this arises, that you will have no choice but to um, just continue um, kind of like moving on. If that person doesn't want to like respect your boundary, they don't want to hear you out. They want to continue to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. That's when it's time for you to pack your stuff and go where you're celebrated, go where you wanted, you know, it's just, it shouldn't be a hard concept for people to grasp, but I'm finding that it is, because sometimes we are afraid to say out loud the things that we think, which could be that this relationship has reached an end, we've come to an end, we've come to a climax, this is the end. That's a hard, a hard thing to face, and I've been in that situations whether it be with jobs. I've been in that situation with friends, in a part with a partner, like even with my cars. I've gone through periods of time where I'm like, this is not acceptable for you know. There, this is not sustainable or acceptable. Um, and I've had to leave because I've clearly communicated my boundary. It was ignored or repressed. And that person kept on trying to suck me in with like a little good behavior only for them to turn around and do the same thing. So what that showed me is that they don't respect my boundaries. And if I continue to be with somebody who does not respect my boundaries, at least, what does that say? to me about me what does that say to me about how I feel about myself so with this this uh, request for advice I would say my advice is really evaluate if this is something you can keep on you can continue with and to me to be honest with you she sounds crazy she sounds like and I don't mean crazy in a like a way that's a negative slur towards people who have mental illness. I I say she sounds like she is getting to a point of paranoia. It's hitting that point where it's, it's borderline stalking, where whereas you're in a relationship and you're not married, so you can exit without the legal implications at least. Yes, there'll be social things like your friends and things like that but you are in a point where you can safely navigate to divorce town like if you do not or break up town like you don't even have to divorce you can skip all of that and go straight to breaking up you guys are engaged break that thing off cut your losses if you feel like he's not going to respect the boundaries that you have clearly established and you feel like he doesn't really want to be with you he's just trying to be with this Chrissy, girl, like, let him go. Let him go. Let him fly. Like, <laughs> like you don't understand how freeing it is to firmly establish your boundary. Give people the chance to to oblige, and move out the way when they don't. Like that is how you maintain peace in your relationships. It and it's sometimes you have to leave people alone. If I'm dealing with somebody and I find that okay. Even if it's family. Okay. All they want from me is every time I I talk to this person, they want something from me. It's draining. And they're going to be at the bottom tier of my, you know, who I hang out with, who I call, who I speak with. When I have extra, who I want to disperse it to. They're going to be at the bottom of that because they are showing me with their actions, no matter what their words say they really don't value me and what i bring they value whatever that thing is that they're trying to use me for and that is crazy behavior that's crazy behavior to accept it when there's so many people who are out there willing to give you what it is that you want to give you what you require that will your you know your standards are not too high or the right person and so i just think that this situation like this reddit is really crazy and it's but it's also like a lesson to us all for one to communicate your needs and give the person space to to meet your need and when they if they don't because sometimes people can they just are a little self-centered and In their own heads. And they need to be directed and guided. Into. Into into being the partner. That you need. They need a little guidance. Because they are not in your head. They cannot read your mind. But then there's some things that are like. It's common sense. Like you should know better. Than to do this. Um, So I think. That for people like that. Which is like. More on the the side of like I'm going to communicate my boundaries and if you don't like what it is that I'm communicating or you can't get with whatever it is that I'm saying that I'm going to move on like I love people like that because they don't waste time they don't hold punches there are people who are like okay I'm going to try to tolerate it I'm going to try to communicate my needs. And it's like, you shouldn't have to try. You should be able to just pack it up. Like, okay, if I'm not getting what I need and leave. But I understand that that building that person and becoming that person takes time. It takes time. Like you just don't become him or her overnight. You don't just automatically just come out the womb leaving tables where love is not served. Because first you have to learn learn how, what love is to you and how to get that for you. And once you learn that, that formula, these questions like, I think he may be cheating, she may be cheating on me, I went through her phone, I went through his phone, all of that type of stuff, baby, you will learn how to keep your peace. Because if anybody gives me that, like that uneasiness where it's like, okay, man, you're my person, I love you, but I kind of feel like you're, not giving me the love and the respect I need in a situation like that I would walk away from 100% A 100% I would walk away from a situation like that and it's no shade to anybody who would not walk away from it um it's just really more so uh it's how it's a way of handling things like either you're gonna be up front And cut your losses up front or you're going to spend a lot of time working on a mistake. So six years is a long time. It's a long time in your life. You change a lot. You know, you go through a lot. But if you feel like your fiance of six years um, is cheating, you should be able to address that without them dismissing you as being paranoid. With them acknowledging what you have said and making a stride to change their behavior if they can, if they can adjust it, adjusting it. Now, if it's just you being paranoid and crazy, truly that, don't say that, help me navigate my insecurity if you're saying that I'm the one you want to be with. Some people don't feel like their partner is worth it and so they don't do it and then there comes the, the blowout. So, Um, I hope this podcast uh, made sense. I am (laughs) not a relationship expert, but this is just my own opinion through navigating therapy and hearing people talk and actual relationship experts and people who talk about communication. And this is kind of what it is, like clearly defining your needs and making sure they're being met. But that's all I have for tonight. (laughs) Um, I look forward to you all hearing from me soon and us having another chat.